Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news and interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And together we're taking you Inside Disney. Okay, first of all, hello everyone. And second, Sherry, your hair. I know that this, like, you're going to have to look at Sherry's social media people because her hair looks amazing. Oh, thank you. So luscious, so so gorgeous. Oh my goodness. If only you knew how greasy it was right now. (laughs) The magic of Zoom and audio podcasts. Amazing, amazing. Well, it is great to see you guys. Great to see you both. Jeffrey, what have you been up to? Well, Sherry, I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) Upon Tony's excellent recommendation last week, I watched Fire Island <gasps> with my pal Lindsay. I thought it was great. Oh, Hilarious. So good. So good. Uh, it's on Hulu. It is a little more mature, I will say. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, not for children, I would say, but it is fantastic. And on Sunday, I had the great privilege of marching with the Disney Pride group in the Los Angeles Pride Parade. Your yes. photos were so magical. Thank so you. So magical. And in true Bob Gerd nature, he texted me on Saturday afternoon and is like, oh, I, it turns out I'm free. I'd, of course, asked him to join us because we had the omnibus. We had the Disneyland omnibus there. <laughs> I'm like, well, Bob designed it. You should come. And he has before. So he texts me on, on Saturday. He goes, oh, I can come. I'm like, I love you, Bob. So Bob <laughs> was with us and there was so much fun. And that was amazing. And I'm sure you haven't had time to listen because it's a long interview, but I actually chatted with Beyond the Mouse, which is a podcast on NPR Illinois, a lot about the podcast and you guys and D23 um, and their fantastic hosts, Craig, Vanessa and Brett, who were lovely. So that was fun. I got to give a little podcast love on another podcast. That's so nice. I can't wait to listen. Yeah, well, sure. It's it's only an hour. Feel free. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and I cannot wait because coming up on the show, we have Ms. Marvel star Iman Vellani, who talks about the, the Ms. Marvel, which is so good. The 72 questions she asked Kevin Feige after she got oh, hired for the role. I so Yeah. Good. But there was something, Sherry, that I know touched your heart. Yes. She talks about her driving skills, of course, and that she learned how to drive in Markham, Ontario, which like sounds just like a random town, but I actually have a connection to that town. I know it as a great city to learn how to drive. Some of my extended family lives there and it is a great learning how to drive town. Not a lot of parallel parking. Honey, what a small world. Small world after all. Speaking of Sherry, what else have you been up to? Well, let's see. This week, we've been watching the NBA Finals, which are on ABC. Golden State Warriors versus Boston Celtics. Do I know more beyond that? The answer is no, but I love watching. Okay. (laughs) Well, go Boston. I immediately have to always root for Boston, given it's my hometown, but good to know. There you go. Also, this past week, I had the pleasure of going to the Lightyear premiere to cover it for Disney TikTok and for Pixar TikTok. Check out what we made on social. We even got a fun clip of Sochi Gomez freaking out and fangirling over Chris Evans. So she is one of us. <laughs> Yay. I know, Tony, you are also at the Lightyear premiere. It was a highlight of the week, and we had just missed each other at the Lightyear premiere at the so LCAP. I was so sad. Oh, my goodness. I was expecting you to walk across the step and repeat. <laughs> well, you know, I tried. You did not see his Instagram because 
<laughs> I made my own carpet for the record. Yes. But of course, with I was running on Tony time in LA and I arrived just in time for selfies <laughs> and popcorn right before the premiere. But it was so fun to be there last week. Sadly, didn't stay for LA Pride, but it was so fun to be on the West Coast as always. And, you know, one other Disney thing I did this weekend, you guys, mm-hmm. on the heels of Sherry sharing last week, I watched Olivia Rodrigo on Disney+. Plus. <gasps> oh. Yes. Oh, what did you think? Such an icon. Such a queen. I love it. I mean, driver's license forever. Forever. Awesome. <laughs> Literally forever. Uh, well, we've got a lot of news to get to, and we're going to start with the biggest news of the week for me and, and the people I work with, D23 Expo News, breaking right and left people. So the biggest presentations for Expo, which take place in Hall D23, have all been announced. So breaking it down for you right now, starting at 10.30 a.m. on Friday, September 9th, you've got the Disney Legends Awards, which are featuring Bob Chapek and some TBD names soon, inductees, as well as a kickoff to the Disney 100 celebration, going to be epic people. That afternoon, you've got a panel from the Walt Disney Studios with Disney Live Action, Pixar Animation Studios, and Walt Disney Animation Studios with a ton of first looks and announcements. Saturday, September 10th, you got 10 a.m. Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm. I mean, talk about going to a galaxy far, far away in a whole cinematic universe. It's a mouthful there. (laughs) And then that afternoon at 3.30, Disney branded television is going to be giving some sneak peeks. They already have said that they're going to give peeks at National Treasure, the new series, American Born Chinese, and the Santa Claus series. So cannot wait. On Sunday, the 11th of September at 10.30 a.m., Disney Parks Experiences and Products chairman, our pal, friend of the pod, Josh Damaro, going to be delivering some big announcements for things happening around the world on the high seas and at home. So uh, looking forward to that and rounding out the biggest presentations that afternoon at 415 Disney Concerts is doing a special performance of Disney Princess, the concert featuring Susan Egan, Isabel McCalla, Annalise Vanderpool. Cindy Winters singing the classics. And I I got to see this show when it was in Anaheim and it was amazing. So cannot wait for guests to see that. So those are the Hall D23 announcements. We just announced some of the things the Walt Disney Archives will be doing, including a 12,000 square foot experience called Step in Time. And they are really encouraging guests to immerse themselves, to truly step back in time into some incredible Disney memories, including the premiere of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion, because they got some cool things from there, and movies like Mary Poppins and Tron. It's going to be amazing. The Walt Disney Archive stage is coming back with programming, including panels on the Main Street Electrical Parade and the 80s and 90s edition of the Mickey Mouse Club. So a whole lot of fun there. And we announced earlier this year that we are doing uh, some restoration externally on Walt Disney's Grumman Gulfstream 1 airplane that's going to be displayed at the expo. Now we can announce that the Walt Disney Archives is doing an all new exhibit featuring items from the plane, which will be on display. Plus there's going to be a panel looking into what Disney 100, the exhibition is going to be. That's the archives, massive, 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 massive. I think I'm going to keep using the word massive (laughs) exhibition that is kicking off next February at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. All of these details and more at d23expo.com. And guys, in case you did not know this, the event is so close to sold out. There are only single day Sunday tickets left. Three day tickets sold out. Friday, single day tickets sold out. Saturday, single day tickets sold out. All we have 
Sunday. So if you want to be there, make it happen. Sorry, that was a whole lot of Expo and D23, but so exciting. We can't wait to see you there. And hey, who knows? Maybe there'll be some D23 Inside Disney stuff there too. Ooh. Ooh. say. Over to Disney Plus and Nat Geo News, you guys. They released a trailer for America the Beautiful, so timely, as part of their Independence Day celebration this summer. And all six episodes will start streaming Monday, July 4th, in case you're wondering, exclusively on Disney Plus. And it's narrated by Michael B. Jordan. How the trailer cool. was so beautiful. Wow. So beautiful. Loved it. Did you know, Jeffrey, that it's the first natural history series to place cinema grade cameras on fighter jets? Question mark? I did not know that. Talk about Roaring Through America. This documentary is going to have it all, and I'm really excited for it. It's coming mm. soon. Amazing. Well, you guys, it's time to meet the Muppets. <gasps> it's time to play the music. Sorry. <laughs> or some of the cast of the new musical comedy, The Muppets Mayhem, <laughs> for Disney Woo! Plus. Woohoo! We've got Sarah Chaudhry and Anders Holm. They'll be joining previously announced stars Lily Singh and Taj Maori. Guys, I cannot wait for this. We're following the Electric Mayhem band on an epic music-filled journey to record their first ever studio album. So I'm sure plenty of hijinks will ensue. So Nora Gibbs is a music executive played by Lily Singh and Sarah is starring as Hannah, who is Nora's younger and arguably more accomplished sister. Hannah has created a burgeoning social media empire, <clears throat> Tony, complete with a legion of fan Hannahs. Oh <laughs> then we've got Anders, who uh, has been cast as JJ, who is a formerly sheepish, nerdy intern turned uber cool tech entrepreneur who happens to be Nora's ex. So a lot of drama happening, <laughs> I'm nice. sure. Mm. Yes, can't wait for that series on Disney+. Plus. And... Summer is here, which means Sherry's Holiday Corner is just around the corner. Oh, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start with Halloween. I know we're not at Christmas time yet. We're not even at Halloween time yet, but in my heart we are. Fan favorite celebrations are coming back to the Disneyland Resort this fall. There's a whole lot, so I'll run through some highlights. So Halloween time at the Disneyland Park is September 2nd through October 31st. We've got the Main Street Pumpkin Festival. We've got Haunted Mansion Holiday. All the hits. Halloween time at California Adventure Park. Same date, September 2nd through October 31st. We've got Radiator Screams, Guardians of the Galaxy, Monsters After Dark, and so much more. There'll be photo ops. There'll be seasonal merch. And will there be specialty Halloween-themed food and beverages? You know it. Obviously. Obviously. Amazing. And Oogie Boogie Bash, you guys, that's coming back too. That will Yay! be at Disney California Adventure for 23 select nights, September 6th through October 31st. Get your trick-or-treating on. Get your favorite Halloween costume on. The holidays are here, you guys. And one thing to point out that there is a special Oogie Boogie Bash exclusively for members of D23 that's going to be taking place on September 10th during D23 Expo. Ooh, exciting. Well, you can find more info on all of this at the Disney Parks blog. Something else that you're going to be able to watch on the Disney Parks blog is the christening of the Disney Wish, which they just announced is going to be live streaming on June 29th at 11 a.m. Eastern time, live from Port Canaveral. So 
You can bet there will be special guest stars, spectacular musical performances, and characters from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars adventures. So I'm looking forward to watching that, whether that is streaming or guys keeping my fingers crossed, maybe we're going to get to watch it in person. Never know. Never know. Keep my fingers crossed. But in other news, other news, Disney Channel's Hamster and Gretel has been cast. Melly Povenmire, who I have a feeling uh, is somehow related to the series creator, Dan Povenmire, who also co-created Phineas and Ferb, is going to be the title role. Michael Cimino of Love, Victor is going to be Gretel's older brother. The cast also includes Beck Bennett, Joey King, Carolina Ravasa, and more. So cannot wait for this series to start this summer on Disney Channel. You can get a sneak peek of it now on the Disney Channel YouTube page. Cool. Well, clear some space in your camera roll because guess who's arrived at Avengers Campus? Do those exist? (laughs) Miss Marvel! Yay! Joining the growing list of heroes you can meet at Avengers Campus. Check out Disney Parks TikTok for a sneak peek at her. It's a super fun video. And don't forget this series, Miss Marvel, is streaming exclusively on Disney Plus right now. Sure. Well, and of course, we're about to talk to Iman. So yes. stay tuned for more don't on that. Go away. Don't go away. And over at Hulu, they've announced five new shows in production, you guys, including the show called Tiny Beautiful Things, starring Katherine Hahn, hello, Mm. and executive produced by Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern? Why? And a quartet of shows that all involve food. Mm. Uh, (laughs) So stay tuned for more premiere dates on the scrumptious slate coming to Hulu. We can't wait for that. And for your sports fans out there, a Derek Jeter documentary series is coming to ESPN. Hooray! Hooray! The Captain will debut July 18th on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus following the MLB All-Star Home Run Derby, whatever that is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saying that for me. Yeah. Um, And there will be new episodes weekly through August 11th. So sports fans rejoice. Well, and Spike Lee is one of the producers, I think. So that's very, very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Mm. Well, you know what time it is because I hear that chime. A beautiful noise. It is indeed. It is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at State Farm. For complete details, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Sherry, what's up first? Up first, it's Toy Story 3. Celebrate the 12th anniversary of the film on Saturday, June 18th, streaming on Disney+. Plus. What a classic. And I should should have noted in my intro that um, these are all fabulous things to watch this weekend. They're all celebrating anniversaries this weekend, uh, and you can watch them all on Disney+. Plus. Another anniversary. It is the 23rd anniversary (gasps) of Tarzan. The D23rd? The D23rd anniversary on Saturday. Yay. (laughs) Yes. Well, also on Saturday is the first anniversary of Luca. Oh, I love that Pixar film. So it's so cute. And next up is the 24th anniversary of Mulan. Oh, so good. Featuring the voices of Eddie Murphy and Disney legend Ming-Na Wen. Friend of the pod, Ming-Na Wen. So good. Also coming up on Sunday, June 19th is the seventh, I can't believe it was seven years ago, yeah. the seventh anniversary of Inside Out. So why not watch that on Disney Plus? Take, you know, a whole marathon weekend. Hooray! 
On to our heroic guest. This incredible young woman stars in the funny, delightful, and action-packed new Marvel Studios series, Ms. Marvel, now streaming on Disney+. Please welcome to the show, Iman Vellani. Woo! Let's get started. All right, first up, we heard you're already a massive Ms. Marvel fan, even before you auditioned. Tell us everything. How did that feel? How does that feel? Yeah, it's, I mean, I was a huge Iron Man fan and and I, I was like, I need more Iron Man in my comic book stores right across from my high school. So I read like all the old Invincible Iron Man runs and ran across Iron Heart. And I think it's like number five of the Bendis run. <laughs> Kamala was on the cover of that one. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, like who's, who's this brown girl? And and I just went into a rabbit hole of, of Miss Marvel comics and cosplayed as her on Halloween my my grandma helped me make the costume and and now to be like wearing a tailored suit that fits perfectly and it's beautiful it's just it's super <laughs> surreal I, I honestly can't put it into words that's so fun what was your audition process like for this series long but I blame the <laughs> pandemic for that oh it all happened like from a whatsapp <laughs> forward my my aunt sent me the casting call and it looks super sketchy. I'm like, this is a scam if I've ever seen one, but I did it anyway. And <laughs> they sent back like uh, scenes for the self tape. And I'm like, I know exactly which comic books they pulled them from. Like, this is real. And I was freaking out and I wasn't going to do it. And then 3 a.m. hits like the night it's due. And I was like, God, my like 13 year old self was going to hate me if I don't even try. So I quickly recorded it, sent it in. And then two days later, I get a call and they're like, do you have a lawyer? We want to fly you to L.A. And I was like. I have, a, I have a math test. Can we like work around this? Um, and yeah, the next week I was in LA with my dad and it was just the most amazing time of my life. I, I met Sarah Finn, absolutely gushed over Luis Despacito. And that, that, self, that screen test was just really, I, I wanted to cherish being there and take advantage of, of being in that room because I didn't know if it was going to happen again. And, and just seeing all the people at Marvel Studios logos on their jackets and their hats, it, it just it was my happy place and, and truly one of the greatest days of my life. And then, yeah, that was in February of 2020. And my next screen test was going to be in March, but the pandemic hit. And so they sent me one email. They were like, you're very much in the running. We just got to figure some stuff out on our end. And I was like, okay, I got to figure out university on my end, but uh, sure. <laughs> and oh, wow. uh, June rolls around and they do the last screen test over Zoom. And it was super strange because I'm like, how do I possibly act with someone over Zoom? But it totally. clearly worked out. And <laughs> I got cast in the last day of high school. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what a graduation present. Right? Yeah. Kamala's the first MCU Muslim superhero. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of representation? Yeah, film and TV literally shape how we see people in this world. And so often Muslims have been misrepresented or stereotyped and and shown in a very one-dimensional way and I think it's so wonderful that a company with as big of a reach as Marvel and as accessible as Marvel is, is creating space for for characters like Kamala to exist you know these movies play all over the world it only makes sense that they represent people from all over the world and the fact that we're showing you know Muslims in such a positive light and and showing what I grew up with like these are the Muslims I'm used to seeing not the terrorists not the big angry men in beards this is it Muslims on screen having fun making jokes talking about Bon Jovi like it's so warm and lighthearted, and and really just refreshing and I, I really do think this is going to shift the perspective on how we see Muslims in mainstream media wow and it's full of joy it's very apparent I love that yeah so powerful okay well here's the question everyone's asking 
can you drive better than Kamala? (laughs) (laughs) Better than Kamala? Or maybe, look, I I grew up in Markham, Ontario. It's a very easy place to drive. I do have my license. It's just, I'm convinced that I'm not a real driver because I can only drive in Markham. The roads are so open. There's not a lot of traffic. I don't know what what I'm going to do if I ever have to drive in LA or Atlanta. Atlanta's scary. (laughs) Yeah. Markham's good training ground. Yeah. I love it. Well, since they differ from the comics, how would you describe Kamala's powers? Ooh. Well, since you've seen episode two, we call it hard light and then I'm tiptoeing around my words right now because because it it unfolds in in the later episodes. But yeah, we we did want to kind of make the powers a a bit of a metaphor of of her journey of of connecting with her faith and and her her roots. You know, Mm -hmm. the comics really used her powers as a metaphor for puberty. And I I think we've still covered all the, you know, the growing pains of being 16 years old and and deal dealing with insecurities and and being self-conscious we definitely have that in the show and we've definitely kept the core themes and tone of the comics present in the show so I I don't think it's taking away from anything and and yeah I mean it it never really was about the powers in the first place we we root for these heroes because of their humanity and and their their moral code and the why they fight and so I definitely think Kamal is a very compelling character in that sense. I love that. So as she discovers her powers, she's stepping on the hard light. And we asked Simu Liu about when he was riding the dragon, what was he doing? But I, I think I know where this question is going. It's just like what I was doing in real life for the hard light platform. What are you, yeah, what are you really stepping on? And like, what is that experience like when you're filming? Plexiglass. A lot of plexiglass. So for the platform scenes, they had like circular plexiglass and would make stairs out of it. And so I would be on a wire and I would run up these plexiglass stairs and the guy who was in charge of the lights would turn on a purple light under each step every time I would step on it. So we had to really get the timing right. And if I took a misstep, then we had to restart all over again because the lighting would be off. So it was difficult kind of timing the lighting guy to my steps and my pace. But after a few rounds, we, we really kind of nailed it. And it was, it was kind of fun. I, I just got to be on wires for all of it. Whoa. All right. How did you develop Kamala's friendship with Bruno and Nakia, who are played by Matt Lintz and Yasmin Fletcher? Did the three of you do things to bond off screen, slumber parties? Yasmin and I had a lot of sleepovers. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So my first couple weeks in prep was with Matt and we would just do stunt training, which was essentially us biking around the entire Pinewood Studios lot in Atlanta because most of our scenes were us biking around. So we, we really just bonded over that. And yes, man and I were asked to create a handshake for the characters and we had just met. And so we were also like living in the same apartment in Atlanta. Like all of us, all the young people in our cast were like, basically it was my college experience. And it's amazing. Yes, man and I like spent almost like three hours trying to come up with a handshake and it ended up being like a minute long. And we still practice it from time to time, just in case anyone ever asks us to do it. But yeah, that was the big bonding moments for for us. And and honestly, everything you see on screen is what it is in real life. Like we're so close. Amazing. Well, Kamala is a Captain Marvel super fan, as we know. But aside from Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, 
have to ask, which MCU hero are you a super fan of? Iron Man. <laughs> where you started, where the comics started. I love yes. it. Perfect answer. You are such a deep fan. We heard you once gave Kevin Feige a list of 50 questions about the MCU. Correction, it was oh. 72. Oh, 72. Oh, Only wow. 72. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, internet, for failing us on that. I know. Can you share a couple examples of the questions? Did he give you answers? And what did he say? <laughs> it was a wide range of questions. It was like about the MCU, about his personal life, about just <laughs> him in general. It was like, how many hours of sleep do you get? Um... Hmm. Stuff like, does the physics and Ant-Man bother you? <laughs> <laughs> and and he reads it, he goes, does it bother you? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I get so nervous when he talks to me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he like called me after I gave him that letter and like answered the first 40. And just the fact that he took that time to sit down with me and answer all my stupid questions. He wasn't even answering them. Like most of them, it would just be like, one of them was about if the three Spider-Man were going to be in No Way Home. And he was like, oh, I don't know, but I'm going to show my kids Amazing Spider-Man tonight. And I'm like, what a uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the record, we also react the same exact way when Kevin Feige poses questions to us. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had him on the True. show last year and it was very much that, that completely. He doesn't done. answer properly and he's so good <laughs> at it. I hate it. That's his superpower. Yeah. Right? 100% avoidance. Okay. Well, we are spoiler free on this, but we know that you already filmed the Marvels and that Kamala gets to meet her hero, Captain Marvel. What was it like for you working with Brie Larson, Tiana Paris, and Samuel L. Jackson? Weird. I honestly, <laughs> it wasn't freaky filming Miss Marvel because everyone was kind of like either new or this was everyone's first big thing. And so I wasn't like, you know, nervous to be on set or nervous to be starstruck by anyone. But then on the Marvels, that was like every day for me. I was just like constant nervous energy and, and fear. But after seeing like Samuel Jackson or Brie Larson like mess up their lines, I'm like, okay, they're human it's great. And, and I learned a lot from them and they were so supportive. You know, if, if they ever saw me wanting to try something, they would really support me and be like, no, do, do what you were about to do. It, it might work. Who knows? And they were super encouraging. And I, I really appreciated that because I just got to learn so much from them and, and, you know, learn from all these established huge names. It was, it's truly, I'm so lucky. Well, I love that. And we'll be seeing Miss Marvel at Avengers Campus at California Adventure. Have you seen her yet? No, I do want to go. I haven't been to Disneyland. What? Yeah, we need to fix this. How do we fix I, this? I went to Disney World when I was eight, but I was too short to go on any of the rides <laughs> I wanted to. Oh. This is the yeah. right room. This is the right interview to tell this to. Let me tell you. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, we need to make up for it. I'll, I'll go when the Miss Marvel shows up. We love it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Our last question, we ask everyone this, and sometimes it is a harder answer, and and you're very young, so you've not had a lot of time to live through this yet, but (laughs) what is your favorite Disney memory? Ooh. I mean, like, Disney Channel shows, if that counts. Yeah, Like, Hannah Montana, Wizards, like, Sweet Life. Those shows were my babysitters. Like, my mom would just start playing it and and then, like, do her chores or whatever, and I'd just be, like, so invested 
in these uh, young people's lives, being on a cruise ship and studying in school. It's like amazing. Yeah, I think that that's my greatest memory, just all those shows. I think Alex Russo from Wizards of Beverly Place is like half my personality. So yeah. I love that. Well, hopefully you'll get to meet Selena Gomez soon and you guys can chat about that. Over Disneyland churros. There you go. (laughs) I've heard good things. Yeah. Uh, Iman, this was so wonderful. Congratulations on Ms. Marvel. You are just a joy and, and the joy just comes right off the screen. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And hopefully we get to talk to you again very soon about yeah. some other projects. Thank you so much. <laughs> this was fun. Thanks, Iman. Bye. Thank you. Guys, I have never met anyone from Markham who is not the nicest person in the world. And <laughs> Iman fits the bill. <laughs> Yay. Oh go Canadian. Go, go our neighbors to the north. Yes, that is right. Well, thank you all again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. And we'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.